Hey guys, it's your host with the most filled better. Just jumping in before the episode starts to let you know the audio is going to be a little weird in this episode. It's only because I had an issue on my end, but Tony had recorded uh, on his end and got my voice as well. So it sounds like I'm guesting on his, but he's actually guesting on mine. So don't get confused. All right, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Feel Better Show, brought to you by the Travel Shuffle. Um, 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 da, 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 dum. It's the Feel Better Show! This is Feel Better with the Feel Better Show. Feel Better presents The Goonies, a Tony Cass film. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am of course your host with the most Feel Better and today, um, unfortunately since Al has decided to be in California and not in the blizzard that is Montreal, I have a very special guest today. You may remember him from his previous appearances on the show. I have Mr. Tony Kaz. Mr. Kaz, can you please give us a nice introduction to yourself? I can. I'm Tony Kaz. I am the host of the Pod Guys podcast, uh, where you can see uh, absolutely anywhere and everywhere on uh, social media and uh, you know your favorite streaming sites as well. Yes, I like to watch it when I, on my TV during nice quiet times. I just throw your guys' videos up when uh, you guys are live, and I see your face in high def. It's really cool. Oh, it is pretty fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is, it is. All right. Tony, this is your uh, second appearance on the Phil Better Show, I believe. Yeah. It is. It is the second is. Se- second appearance. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. We had a great time last time, and... You're the first guest of 2019. How does that feel for you? You know what? I, I feel a little, but uh, I, I, I don't even know what the word is. I'm going to say the word is effervescent because, uh, you know, I feel honored and I feel uh, frilly. And uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of some really, really weird words to throw in there, but uh, I think uh, that's all I got. Words. Yeah, I thought I, <laughs> I, thought yeah, I had something better, but... <laughs> Effervescent is a good word. I like Epper- it. That was it. Yeah. It was a, it was like a fart that fizzled out. <laughs> Story of my life. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have Tony here. We um, because Al was gone, I needed a guest to help fill the void in my heart because my heterosexual uh, heterosexual life mate. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, I'm uh, glad you went way there instead of elsewhere. Yeah, I know. I yeah. have to be careful. Yeah, that was going to be um, weird, especially in, in, since the last episode I heard uh, he was stroking your beard. Yes. Yes, the strokeage of the beard. I did shave the beard down. It's a clean cut. It's it's not gone, Joe. Don't worry, Joe, of the, <laughs> the Lazy Dads podcast. I did not remove the beard. It's just trimmed. Okay? It's not a bushy beard. You do it for the ladies. I do it for the ladies. Yes, that's what I look for. Um... Jeez, off track already. <laughs> no, Let's we are actually on a good start right there. We're on a, yeah, we we're are. on an awesome roll. Yeah, so we were talking momentarily before we started the show about some big news coming from Netflix. Uh, Tony, do you want to let the fans know what we were talking about? 
Well, uh, officially Netflix has uh, quite a few shows actually coming out this Friday, uh, as well as a new show coming out next month as well. Uh, and, uh, of course, they have Sabrina the Teenage Witch coming out this Friday, which is yes, a fantastic great. series. It is a great show. And, uh, I, you know what? I find her oddly attractive. And I, and I think that's a good word to put her. Because she's not the type of, like, the, the main character, Sabrina. Yeah, yeah. She's not the type of girl that I would naturally find attractive. As, and as a leading lady. And as a leading lady as well. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, I think the casting is weird, but the way that the show is being written, I like to watch every season. And I, I've been I've been oddly addicted. Yeah, I think the, the oddness in the casting and the oddness of a sh- the show works together perfectly to make the show enjoyable. Because you don't see these type of actors necessarily all working together on a show. True. But let's say a regular type show. And here you have this very twisted kind of show because we all remember, well, most of us, some of us may be too young to remember the um, Melissa Joan Hart version of Sabrina Teenage Witch, which was like all fluffy and happiness and like nothing ever bad usually happened. If it did, it was corrected in the next episode. That's true. So we, we have all this like positivity with the... Uh, the characters and then you flip it over to this one and you have what's seemingly like uh, the girl who's playing um sabrina she does remind me of melissa joan hart yeah just in the, like the blondness and the kind of like she looks like she's bubbly but with the red dress and the black it just like it totally twists her because she's like like she could be nice but she also is probably already has like a twelve inch butcher knife behind her ready to stab me. Oh yeah. So yeah. you get that like you get these twisting of feelings and it's just like I I'm intrigued. It intrigues you to watch it. It intrigues you with the characters because they're different from the ones that you remember, but they're also the same because like they're nearly all together, all the same. I have to agree. I have to agree. You know what? And I've been watching, uh, I watched the, the first two seasons, of course, and uh, with season three, it, it looks like it's coming to a, uh, not necessarily a peak of the uh, the evil empire, but um, I, I do like, like I said, I like the writing. The only thing I disliked from that whole situation is that they, they've actually put a lot of... Uh, Weird side stories involved with the story, like with with the main story, and I think it was like a lot of a culmination of small stories to make the big story, uh, which makes it interesting for me. Yeah. Now the in season three, uh, according to the trailer, which actually just came out, I think last week, uh, it has her. Uh, uh, you know, coming to the pinnacle role of being the uh, the headmistress of the uh, the coven. Yeah, and uh, that's really exciting because that means she's going to marry the devil, and the devil actually wants to have her babies and like you know all that good stuff. It's going to be very interesting. I like when they do these very odd odd changes. Like this is going really 
supernatural, even satanic, if you will. It's very odd to see on TV now, even though streaming isn't really TV. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. And so, like, seeing, like, these really different, and, like, they're presenting it not in this horrible, oh my god, you'll go go to hell, quote-unquote, Christian ideals, but they're opening it, like, because I remember in the first season, she was questioning. Mm Mm-hmm whether or not this would be good and she's slowly moving she's transforming and you're understanding it from a different point of view it's not just black and white anymore yeah yeah i i don't know if it happened in canada but i know in the united states there is an actual uproar uh about them using a real uh uh uh, what was it for the uh a pagan uh, for the pagan rituals as far as using a real statue of the pagan uh, god, I, I guess that's what it is, uh, for the uh, for the show. And they're supposed oh, to be like yes, a... the satanic, I think it was the Church of Satan. The, the Church of Satan, Church, that's what it was. They were upset because in the, 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 the I remember, I remember, ah, I remember reading about it. I don't think it caused much of an uproar here in Canada, or it didn't make the news really. Um, but I remember reading that the church was upset because the effigy that they had in the school um, was too similar to their um, their god. Yeah, to the real life pagan pagan statue. Yeah, so the Netflix had to change it. Yeah, which was crazy. I thought that was really crazy as far as uh, not necessarily that they wanted uh, you know, to, to, to have a similar look or whatever. But it, it was because of the pagan, uh, you know, rituals that they had that they wanted to put that statue in there, in particular, uh, in particularly, I should say, to have a uh, similar look and feel, and you know, uh, have them involved not necessarily with the church, but with that look and feel. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. I thought it was pretty cool. But enough about the uh, the ye old uh, Sabrina. Um, I actually just talked about this on my show for the podcast podcast. But there's a, I, I think it's I want to say it's next week. But the uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh yes, the documentary about Goop. Yes, about Goop. And uh, Netflix. Me. Yeah, Netflix is coming out with that next week and I, I'm it's boggling my mind because I was trying to wrap my head around why Netflix would actually invest money into such crap because they know they'll get a good return <laughs> if, if Gwyneth Paltrow can actually sell out in candles that smell like her vagina <laughs> which horrifies me to know that I I've actually said that, and it's recorded. <laughs> like, it's not a porn star. No. No. It's a megastar <laughs> actress that came out with the vagina-scented candles. Yeah. This candle smells like my vagina is the actual name of the candle itself. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now the, story, the story came out. It's supposed to stay in 2019 and not bleed over. <laughs> that was the deal, 2019. You were supposed to stay there. See, the official story came out, right? 
and it was uh, it, it was uh, them selling the candle for seventy eight dollars a pop. Jesus. Yeah. This which is was... American, not even like you know British pounds or anything. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. Straight up seventy eight dollars a pound. I think it came out to like eighty three, eighty four bucks with tax, right? You know what? I think the only reason she came up with this idea is because there was some Twitch cosplay gamer person that. Oh, Delphine. Yes. Yes. I think yeah. this is the only reason Gwyneth Paltrow was like, let's sell something that smells like my vagina. <laughs> I swear to God, she heard that Delphine, or whatever her name is. Bel, Bel had, Delphine, yeah. That Delphine had this thing sold out, made freaking money, and then Gwyneth was like, I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. My vagina smells amazing. My husband tells me this all the time. That's why my child is named Apple, because it's the purest scent. Let's make a candle in the smelling of my vagina. See, the funny thing is to me is that how does she know what her vagina smells like? Does she double dip to herself? Wow. Like... That wasn't where I thought you were going. That was just complete left. Field. That was going right. You were going left. Was like I'm gonna keep this PG. <laughs> you went full X ray. Like, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you know, how does she know what she smells like unless she's actually doing some pre-smelling beforehand? Well, she. Here's the thing, like, do, does she have some guy, like, strictly like just sticking his nose in her? Vagina going, okay, I, I smell hints of vanilla. There's a bit of floral there. And, oh, yes, I, I definitely do smell peanut butter. Oh, I'm sorry, I disperted. You know, like, like, this is what I don't understand. Like, I gotta read like, you this, because it was, a, it was such a hilariously funny article, the way that it was written. We had to redo that, and I'm like, dude, I, met, I used all my best material. I have nothing left. Oh, dude, it was fantastic here. Oh, where the heck is it? Come on. Where are you? Do, 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 do. Oh, my gosh. Where no, are you? Where are you? Hang on. Hang on. I'm here. I got this. Uh... Uh, the way he wrote it was so elegant, right? That let's see here, Gwyneth Paltrow. Do do Gwyneth Paltrow, vagina candle. I'm amazed every single time I hear that that that's an actual product. Yes, yes. Uh, to do, or was it? Is it on Crafty? Yeah, I think it is. All right. Um, <laughs> officially in the article, right? It says that the website has this to say about the scent. This candle started as a joke between perfumer Douglas Little and Gwyneth Paltrow. The two were working on a fragrance, and she blurted out, "Ugh." This smells like a vagina, like a vagina, but it evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent. Now, now, Phil. Two is, things. 
generally, when someone goes, "Uh, this smells like a vagina," one they they've not been around vaginas that smell delicious. <laughs> that was my first question as well. Uh, has she been around a lot of vaginas? And if she's saying no, and if she says no, then that must mean the vagina that she's around, which theoretically would be her own, yes, does not have a nice, lovely scent. Yes. And yes. that brings me to point two. If that's the case, why the hell do I want a <laughs> candle that smells like a vagina? <laughs> Using her own words, folks. Her own words against her. <laughs> Now, now the writer, the, <laughs> the writer of this particular article, right, had mm-hmm. said it's a blend of geranium, citrusy, citrus, citrusy bergamot, and cedar absolutes, juxtaposed with damask rose and ambret seed. That puts us in mind of fantasy, seduction, and a sophisticated warmth. There's a lot of breakdown in there. <laughs> There's a lot to break down. <laughs> there, there is quite a bit to break down from that uh, that whole situation. I, I don't know if when I smell a vagina that it makes me think of a fantasy. Because generally... I mean, the only wet fantasy going on is the one between, you know, you and whoever that is. Yeah. This, this, wow, um, again, 2019 belongs in 2019. <laughs> Why this is a thing in 2020, I do not know, but no, no more. Yeah, yeah. No more vagina candles. So it's... needless to say, needless to say, Phil, that the, uh, the, the, the corporation that, uh, of, of course, Goop, uh, owned by Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, she actually said that she's getting out of acting. She's going to retire from acting officially and, to run her company, Goop. I, I don't know if that is a loss for the acting community or it's a win for the acting community. I don't know if it's a loss for the company, Goop, and I don't know if it's a win for the company, Goop. <laughs> Because in this case, if it's for the, a win for the acting community, that we don't have to be subjected to her amazing acting abilities. True. Which, then it's a loss for Coop because they have to deal with Gwyneth Paltrow and wanting things to smell like vaginas or other genitals. Now, see, she, she has this thing where... Um... Her company, Goop, actually came out with a thing called the Jade Egg uh, several years ago. I think it was in uh, 20, 2014 or 2015. And it was a, uh, 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 an item that women could put in their vagina. Okay, we're going to stop. <laughs> you can edit this out later if you want to. But... It was Fine. an it was an egg that they put no. in that they put in their vagina to do Kegel exercises, and they were sued for one hundred and forty five thousand dollars by someone who said that it was not scientifically proven that this product actually worked. First off, um, 
if you're buying anything from a celebrity that's health related yeah and that celebrity isn't a doctor or oh, practicing oh, yeah. medicine yeah i wouldn't buy it yeah i don't know i don't know if that's a a tough uh, that's definitely a tough sell for me uh even for like uh, the I, people who are like imitation doctors on tv yeah no 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 just uh like i i don't take my health and physical well-being from celebrities who are paid to shell out green tea slimitives instead of diets oh yeah 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 or you know lollipops that help you stop cravings um which are pretty much just cocaine um but yeah no like what are you doing if you're thinking that Gwyneth Paltrow knows anything about how to strengthen it anything in her your body except for well no she knows how to loosen your coin purse that's pretty much all she strengthens that's pretty much what it is yeah no, it's ridiculous. What are you doing with your life? What are see, you doing with your see, life? See, now, officially, uh, because of this whole thing, people did digging back into her personal life. And she apparently has such a uh, rigorous cleansing ritual for her, vag- for her vagina that she, uh, cons- she constantly gets it steamed, uh, steam cleaned in some way. Um. <laughs> yeah, that was that. That was the thing I was going for. So that was uh, that's yeah. So we're gonna stop the news segment. We're gonna jump into our topic today because <laughs> um, I don't know what Dudley's gonna bring up next. I'm a little terrified. No, no. Look, look. Since we're on the Netflix, uh, you know, the Netflix Express. I actually just got some news this morning that... Uh, Netflix train wreck, but okay. <laughs> the Netflix... Woo, woo! The, uh, the Netflix Express is coming out with Altered Carbon Season 2. Which it drops is... Next month. Ah, it drops February. I'm really, really excited by it. Oh, I love the first season. It was amazing. The world that they've crafted is... So far in advance of what we have today, that it's gorgeous, but it's comforting at the same time. I loved it. Loved it, it's, brother. Oh, it's it's a great show, and if you haven't seen it, please do yourself a favor. Get that free month membership at Netflix. Check out Altered Carbon. You will not be disappointed. If you love it, it has feels for me Blade Runner. It yeah. has um, Star, somewhat Star Wars ish. You know. Um, more the prequels, I would say. I feel like it has a uh, Fifth Element vibe yeah. with Blade Runner and uh, uh, like a weird science fiction twist to it. Uh, yeah. oh, so good, though. So good. Uh, they are coming with season two. Uh, it is starring uh, Joel Kinnaman, who played the, the main star. Uh trying to think of what his what his actual star name was but give me a second i got this uh, i'm looking as well do, 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 do. 
I'm actually reading a little bit into it, and he had uh, he had quite the. Let's see here. He has quite the repertoire as far as movies go, and uh, what he was offered and what he actually took are two different things. Joel Kinnaman, Takashi Kovac. Yes, Kovac. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, According to his his Wikipedia, uh, Kinnaman began his acting career as a child actor in Sweden. And uh, he was on a Swedish soap opera called Storstad. And um, his older sister was dating one of the show's directors and asked Kinnaman to audition for the part for the show. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, which was really cool. It started his acting career. Uh, And he went to college. He graduated. He was in a a couple no-names over in Sweden. And uh, he wanted to get into the international film market. Uh, so he actually earned a... And I, I know I'm going to totally kill this name. Uh, the Goldbog Award for Best Actor category uh, on the international film market. Uh-huh. And uh, that was for easy money. But he was hired in the... Uh, let me see here. He hired an agent in the United States. It was announced in the spring of uh, 2010 that he would make his international film debut debut with The Darkest Hour. And uh, after that, he was was offered roles in Thor, Mad Max. And uh, he said that he was very eager to work and become recognized in the United States. But he said, I absolutely don't feel that I have to take any role that I can get just because it is in the United States. I'm looking for something interesting. I'm still young in my artistry, and I must dare to do things even when there's a risk for failure. So after that, he actually got, uh, he was, uh, he was actually uh, put into the lead role of RoboCop, the redo, if you remember that. He was also in the adaptation of Suicide Squad as the fly. yeah as the, uh, the 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 colonel uh, for the squad, and then he was uh, put into quite a few uh, Netflix specials such as uh, House of Cards, Alter Carbon, uh, and then he did Hannah. Yep, he did Hannah. Yep. And do, 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 do. and then he's now on Apple TV Plus uh, called For All, For All Mankind. Mankind, yes. But he's got some new stuff coming out. And uh, like I said, he's also going to be in the Altered, uh, Altered Carbon Season 2. But he's very diversified as far as what he was doing. Yeah, he is. I didn't necessarily like his role in the RoboCop redo. But, but I don't think it was him. He was good, but I think it was more the writing that was the problem in that. Yeah. But really, really exciting for me. I like the show. I like the uh, the premise of the the story writing. Uh, I like the fact that it's set up in a post, not necessarily post-apocalyptic uh, future, but a like a more postmodern, uh, you know, flying cars and 
computers and uh, technology that has really, really taken off and done really, really well. Yeah, I like that. I, I like the the take that you can possibly live forever. Yes, yes, like and just be transferred that, from body to body to body. Yeah, and like that, that whole just like it takes. Uh, it's so interesting, and like how they created a religion around it as well, where you're there's some people that don't want they're like the non rebirthers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have the rebirthers, and like you can go through multiple cycles. It's so, so different. Like you could go to bed like one day a man, and wake up the next day a woman, and you have to just live your life like that. You know? That's true. Like, That's true. It's so weird. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I thought it was... makes you think. Yeah, it definitely makes you think. Makes you makes you wonder about what they have. You know, not necessarily in the future, but you know what they can do, and especially with Elon Musk, he's uh. He has actually come out recently about some more futuristic talk. Like, he's, uh, I don't know if you've happened to see anything in Canadian news about Elon Musk, but... Well, he is Canadian. He is Canadian, and I I didn't know if they actually, you know, worshipped him more. (laughs) He acknowledges Canadian news. Um, but he had, he had, uh, had an article that he was going to... Uh, within the next, I think it was uh, 10, 10 to 20 years, he wants people to colonize uh, Mars. Yeah. And that he was going to do a thousand flights a month um, to get people to where they needed to be and populate Mars. And if uh, anybody can do it, it's him. Cause oh, he yeah. Because he has such a cult following that people will do whatever they want for him. Like, hell, I, I want to go to Mars. Like, who doesn't want to go to Mars? That'd be cool. That'd be really, really cool. I wouldn't mind Mars being a bit more set up than it is now, you know? Like, currently, um, humans are outnumbered on Mars, you know, by robots. Um, and we all know what happens with robots. They take over and they try and kill you. <laughs> but that's a story for another time. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Um, but... Yeah, I would love the opportunity in my lifetime to be able to say, holy shit, I saw the first person step on Mars, you know? Like, that, that'd be insane. That would be really, really cool. Now, I know I know other countries have said that they were going to happen to do it first before the United States happens to do it, uh, such as China, um, Russia, Russia, of course, um, and India, which also has a huge space program as well. Which I yeah, thought was I thought was a bit weird, but um, if you look at it, like he said that you would have to do three runs a day, and that was three spaceships that he would have to make every every flight every day for one month in order to populate and uh, shoot the trajectory around Earth to get to Mars. But here's the thing I want to know. So he's doing three ships into space a day. Yes. Now, are those ships returning back to Earth to pick up people to put on another transport that's sending them off to Mars? Or is he literally creating three ships a day to send up into space? Because sooner or later, one of those ships ain't going to work properly and the yeah. whole thing's going to go kabooey. Yeah. So uh... I'm wondering, like, or, like, has he started making the ships? 
From what like, I understand, is... he he's already made a prototype, and uh, the the prototype has actually exploded uh, for its maiden uh, rocket test. I should say. It's maiden voyage. It blew up. Uh, well, not its maiden voyage, but I guess they had a, a rocket test uh, just to see what it would happen to do because it needs to be the most powerful rockets that we have ever produced on this planet. And it went kabooey. And it, it, it did, a, did a little boo-boos. And boom-boom. Yeah, it did a little boom-boom. Elon, let's get something straight here. <laughs> I ain't strapping no boom boom rocket to my back and flying up into space. <laughs> yeah, okay? that's a that's a big no no. Yeah, no 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 to the boom boom. No no. The only boom boom I want to hear is when a champagne goes off and goes, "Sir, welcome to space. <laughs> Your trip to Mars will take eighteen years. Good luck." <laughs> you know, that's the boom boom I want to hear. I don't want to oh, hear yeah. boom boom when yeah, I fly. Yeah. Now, officially, I, I think according to the story, like, there is, uh, of course, he wants to make everything better. He wants to make everything more safer so that uh, if this does I'm happen to... the rocket not going boom, boom, oh. on, and then move from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he is working on it. He's working on, not necessarily him, but rocket technicians are, are doing Smart. it for the country. Are, or not for the country, for the company, I should say. And, uh... Of course, they're working on different designs. Uh, quite possibly, what you said, as far as making a hub in space, and uh, then re- uh, you know releasing a, a a transport ship of some sort uh, when it's already in space would probably be the better idea. And then yeah. ha- you know, and then having the transport ship go back and forth to to Mars. And then doing, you know, out uh, out in space, uh, uh, you know, repairs and stuff like that would be way better than having it here on Earth. But yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like you have you build a giant kind of like C twenty two transport ship, you know, plane in space. Everybody is hunkered in. You have three to four ships that just fly up into the carry like a hundred people at a time or 200 people at a time up into space put them into this bunker like ship get the keep going back and forth you know you can get probably 10 or 20 ships you know going at a time oh sure fill that up sure. with a thousand to two thousand people or whatever how many you want in that transport ship and then hit it off we just need you know cryo sleep would be great to have i mean that, um, that would be amazing but be nice uh, but like, yeah, we do need stronger engines because our engines right now, we since we're running on fossil fuels, it can only go so strong. Because the more strength you put into a rocket, the more fuel you'll need, which is more heavier, which means you need a heavier, a stronger rocket. That's true. That is very and, true. And anybody who says we need a space elevator, you're a dumbass. <laughs> Actually, in theory. It could possibly work, and I think the Chinese are actually working on something like that uh, Listen, in order to keep no a geo. Goddamn hell! <laughs> My ass is going in an elevator all the way to fucking space. <laughs> what happens? You're, you're flying up there, okay? You're about two miles up. All of a sudden, the thing breaks. I, I mean, and, there's there's and, always and, something that the, can be done. 
There ain't nobody coming up there going, sir, we'll get you out in about five minutes. Please just relax. <laughs> no, that ain't happening. Like, sir, you're fucked. Yeah, Jump. yeah, you're pretty screwed. Like, no. But I, but I think that's the, you know, what's the price of you being the first person, you know, to to successfully do that as well? No. No? You don't, you don't put your, you don't put your no. life on the line? Listen, there's a lot of risky things I'll do in my life, but these are all calculated risks that hundreds of people have done beforehand. That's true. And a hundred people, a hundred million people do it after me. There is no way I'm going to be the first guy who's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to take this elevator all the way to to the space station. <laughs> no, no, there are too many chances for my ass to fuck it up. I'm not worried about. I know the technology. What if you perfect. eat an extra, like an extra maple donut in the morning? Right. <laughs> oh, I decided you know to sleep on my left side instead of my right side. Which caused me to be in balance, which caused the whole thing to go unbalanced, and I end up killing myself. No. Or, you know, I, I have baked beans instead of just regular beans, and all of a sudden, I'm floating and smelling gas and puking, which causes the whole thing to go kablooey. No. I end up creating a, an alien from my, because of the speed and the sonic rate of this. So, so no. That's the true. The last thing I need. True. I'll be, the, true. I'll be number 101. <laughs> After a hundred people go up, I'm like, okay, I, I think I can do this. So you're okay with the Hyperloop? Sure. It's a metro. We have speedy trains already. People okay. don't die. Okay. We're just upping the speed. Now, if he decides to say, hey, we're going to make the Hyperloop into a rocket and point it to the space, I'll be like, I'm sorry, Elon. Not happening. I'm not going to be on that. <laughs> It's too crazy. That'd be really cool for me. Slay I'd be okay with that. <laughs> but of course, there are several different companies making prototypes for uh, intergalactic travel. Uh, not necessarily intergalactic travel, but making uh, travel we to space possible. <laughs> well, well, just making travel to space possible. Uh, such as Virgin Galactic. Uh, of course, they have a, a plane splash, uh, slash spaceship. Uh, that already takes people up into the upper atmosphere. That doesn't don't they fly through height and then you just lock, they launch it off. That's it. Like yep. a gliding. Like yep. Thing? That's actually Boeing what happens right now. I'm sorry. Doesn't Boeing have something right now? Uh, Boeing also has a, has a uh, not necessarily a NASA jet, but it is a NASA uh, weightless G uh, simulator. Okay. That they they hollowed out, I guess, this big cargo ship, and then they just fly it up in the air, and like they they just yeah they just send it crashing, so that you get weight, a weightless, you know, like a weightless feeling. Yeah. Yeah. No. See. See. This this space travel thing terrifies me, but also accepts me at the same time. I'm glad that you're okay with it, though. I'm glad the, uh, you know... As long as it's not an elevator. (laughs) Like, I know I said I didn't want a a rocket to be strapped to my back that goes boom, but at the same time, I don't want to be stuck in an elevator, like, between Earth Earth and space, you know? Like, not a fun place to be. They're like, sir, we can't get a plane there to fix it. 
because it's going to crash and we can't get a person there because it's going to be too hot because they have to re-enter the atmosphere. Well, what if it was like a space capsule where you knew that you could take like the, uh, uh, you know, like those Mylar balloon type things where it would just pop out if there was an emergency and that you had to, to do the re-entry uh, with the space capsule because it does the same exact thing. So I'm a giant pill now. Is what you're telling me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No! Because <laughs> knowing my, my luck, all of a sudden, giants are arriving out of nowhere, and they're like, oh, look, a pill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like they're your vivid pills. imagination. Yeah, it's because it's I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, what are we doing here, people? Yeah, it's, it's some craziness, man. <laughs> Way off topic, but I think I think the whole space technology. I think it's fantastic. I think right. they're, you know, if and, and I'm with you. Like if a, maybe a thousand people do it for me, like beforehand, and then there's no problems. Like I could see more people doing it, you know. But I don't know. Be those first thousand people, Jesus, Lord have mercy. Yeah. As I say. Yeah. Lord have mercy. You know, it's uh, it's insane. <laughs> Well, we did get off the uh, get off topic for the movie for the movie things, but <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, they have the uh, the turning coming out soon. They have the gentleman coming out soon. Uh, speaking of sci-fi, Star Trek Picard. Oh, is I can't st- wait for that. It's starting that up very insane. soon as well. Uh, they got so much, so many people from the different generations of Star Trek to be in it. I love it. I love it. Like, yes, you have the the next generation crew, the majority, but you also got uh, Star Trek Voyager. Um, I think you have Deep Space Nine in there somewhere. I think there's some uh, a little bit of everything, um, especially after they not necessarily retired the uh, uh, you know the next generation, but. I love the next generation. Like, of course, that was my favorite yeah. Star Trek uh, of all time. Uh, even I would have to say, for me, it was I was more a Voyager fan. I found a Voyager. Okay, all right. How about uh, Deep Space Nine? Did you like that one, or did you like uh, uh, the, what the heck's the new one? No, nah, the new one. Oh, a Discovery. Uh, is it Nem- not Nemesis? Um, shoot, maybe it is Discovery. Yeah, yeah, it's Discovery, yeah, yeah. The one that the ship that can travel there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's Discovery. Okay. Um, I, I actually like Discovery. It's interesting. It's a new take on it. I think um, I enjoyed I... the first season, but then I started watching the second, and I was uh, definitely put off by it. I can I can see how people could be put off with it. I like the change that they did in it. Um, no, I uh, I'm I'm really thoroughly looking forward to Picard. I always loved uh, Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh uh, yeah, Luke, he is my captain. Um, there's no Kirk. There's no Picard. It's only Picard. Simply that. That's um, true. That's true. Hey, I did it, I did actually see some stuff about Picard. Not necessarily Star Trek related, but he, uh, I guess he had a, um, some sort of interview with, uh, what's his name, Feige from, uh, Marvel. Yeah. And, uh, he is officially retiring the Xavier character 
from the Marvel Universe. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, he's retired as play- from playing Professor Xavier, or, the, like, Xavier the character is, like, I, I think he's, it, like, for him playing Xavier. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, that's that's huge. That's yeah. huge. Like, that's kind of huge. I thought it was but great. Yeah. Like, I loved his character. I loved the, uh, the, even the one from X, or not from X, from Wolverine. Um, I thought his character in Wolverine was... Uh, Logan? Or, for Logan, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, was amazing. Like, it, it was a really, really great rendition that he did. Oh, I don't know. I loved uh, him in uh, all the X-Men movies, the, the even X3. I love how they integrated the original X-Men, like, the original for, uh, generation of X-Men with the new generation of X-Men mm-hmm. in Days of Future Past. It was just... He is, for me, always been... Just like uh, Hugh Jackman will be Wolverine. Oh, yeah. He will always be Professor Xavier for me. Um, like, all the other X-Men characters, I'm like, okay, whatever. They can be whoever. But those two, because they're so... I don't know. They just made the role so iconic for me that, like, I can't see anybody else playing them. It's Oh, definitely. That's like the Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man. You know, the uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth being Thor... Uh, you know, Chris Evans being Captain America, like there, there's not necessarily a, a good replacement for any of those particular characters. For for me, at least, I, I don't think that anybody else could have played them better, even yeah, though they were, they were offered. Cast. Yeah, they were they were offered those roles uh, to other people, and thank goodness that they didn't take them because I think they would have really ruined them. Yeah, uh, and I think also like Spider Man. Um, is probably going to be the best associated with to, by to Tom Holland. Like, I can't see another actor taking on the role of Spider Man. Yeah, like when I, yeah, no, when I, watch I, I agree Toby with that. Wire, I'm like, oh, there could be another person that plays Spider Man. Andrew Garfield, eh, there could be another person who can play Spider Man. But then Tom Holland, I'm like, I don't know who else I could see play Spider Man. And especially a young Spider Man. Yeah. But I, I've heard so much stuff recently about uh, weird love triangles and stuff that they're, you know, that they want to happen to do, but I don't know if they're actually going to do uh, with a love romance between him and Captain Marvel. I don't think they're going to do that. I think it's going to be more of a him looking for maybe a new um, uh, mentor. Yeah. I think I don't know, man. They're they're coming out with these weird rumors lately, where they're they're looking to uh, to input different uh, X Men characters as well into the show, and not necessarily X Men, but Marvel characters as well. And uh, one of the rumors that that are going around the mill is that they're going to introduce Daredevil into the next Spider Man storyline. Um, that'll help him. A, get a, a get a lawyer for the next uh, next show. The next movie, yeah, yeah. Because they have movie. to deal with the ramifications of him being outed by J. Jonah Jameson and uh, Mysterio, and yeah, which would make sense bringing in uh, someone to play Daredevil. I do know with the Netflix deal though that they can't touch. The characters, I think they can do a movie, but they can't do TV. Uh, correct. Sh- 
Correct. Okay, that is the thing. So they could potentially bring back Charlie Cox's as uh, Daredevil because he's not. It's not a TV show. It's doing it a movie. Yeah. So there's a potential for that to happen. And from what I understood, uh, I think it's 2022 or 2024. Uh, I'm not sure how long they actually have left on the Marvel or the the Marvel Netflix uh, contract in order to not use them for another movie. Yeah. Uh, because I had heard other, I don't know, it, like you, you hear tons and tons of rumors, tons and tons of stories. You have to sort through them. You have to find out what's going on. Uh, I know that there was going to be some tie-ins, uh, not necessarily with the X-Men, but maybe in Omega Red uh, being tied into the Black Widow movie. I heard something about that as well, that they were thinking about bringing in more Russian-oriented villains. Yes. And I think that would be really, really awesome. And that's a good segue for them to reboot the uh, the Wolverine franchise as well, even with an Omega Red character, because that would be cool. Yeah. I, I def, There's definitely going to be an... If, Omega Red isn't in this movie. Um, there's definitely going to be an Easter egg towards it. Yes. So that they can set it up because they did set up um, uh, Wakanda in was it Iron Man two? Um, I, I want to say Man. it was Iron Man two. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, because that's just after you get or is it yeah. It's like Iron Man 2, they set up Wakanda, they also send up Atlantis. If you remember in that scene where Tony Stark gets the uh, the, the binder that says he's unfit to be an Avenger. Yes. Um, they set up Wakanda and uh, Atlantis and Namor, pretty much. And we know that Namor is on track to come out, because they do, do have some movies they haven't announced yet. That's true. They always do this uh, in their phases. They always announce a big bunch, and then there's like a couple that you don't know about. Yep, yep. And I love so, how the rumor rumor mill processes it, and they say, "Oh, well, uh, they're actually going to introduce Namor into the Black Panther movie because that would actually make a lot of sense to me." And I yeah. think I think if they do have a cameo role with Namor in the Black Panther movie, it could actually tie in a lot more. Because at some point in time, when Captain America was actually frozen in the water, Atlanteans find him in the comic book, and uh, they pro- they process his body in Atlantis uh, and hold on to the body. Hmm. So that would involve Captain America in some way. Um, if they happen to go with the the thing of like Wakanda being a technological country, uh, you know, country, and then having Namor not necessarily as a uh, an anti-villain, but I think them being the supreme country that they are would come out and just be like, oh, you know, we're we're the supreme country, and having Wakanda say, no, we're the supreme country, and then battle it out in some way. Yeah, that's that's something that they could do. They also could, uh, yeah, they could also do the 
the idea for the Fantastic Four. Because originally Black Panther was a villain for the Fantastic Four. Okay. So they could somehow introduce the Fantastic Four that way in the next um, Black Panther movie. I also like the uh, the side story of the Illuminati as well, and I don't yes. know I don't know if you know a lot about the Illuminati, but that actually involved a lot of uh, Iron Man as well. But with him dead, I don't know if they'll actually go down that road and involve uh, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Namor, Silver Surfer, and uh, I think they have Spider Man as well in the Illuminati. Uh, but it was, I think it was Robert Downey Jr. or not Robert Downey, uh, Iron Man and uh, somebody else had Iron a had a gem, uh, had an Infinity Gem, of course, to hold on to. It'll be interesting to see what uh, the next phase of the Marvel Universe looks like. True. I'm looking forward to seeing Black uh, Black Widow because I know it's going to be good, and I like to see more of that between Civil War and Endgame. Uh, sorry. Um, I just. Did you have a brain fart? <laughs> uh, uh, it's still here. Uh, Avengers. The one before Endgame. Oh my god. Uh, Infinity War. Thank you. The Infinity War. Jesus. Brain farts. <laughs> this is why I don't podcast at night. I podcast in the middle of the day. It's only it 11 o'clock. Yes. What are you, old man? Come on. Trust me. <laughs> For the good of the nation. <laughs> that I'm in bed before 10 o'clock <laughs> um, It's better for the Canadian nation <laughs> Yeah it is Woo! Party time uh, No, so yeah if There's a lot of interesting things coming up on Netflix And the, the, the rest of the Cinematic world um, I want to thank Tony For stepping in and being a wonderful co-host Slash kind of host While I just be a snarky person on the side Oh stop um, Tony, I'm going to give you this chance just to, again to let people know where they can find uh, the podca- Pod Guys podcast. That's true. So the floor is yours. Uh, usually you can find us at the Dumpster Fire Studios uh, in uh, Northeast Pennsylvania. We are the Pod Guys podcast. You can find us on Facebook Live at 1030 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you can look for us on uh, on Facebook, of course. Uh, we have a group page, as well as uh, I'm the moderator and uh, founder of the Weekly Nerd group page as well. Uh, you can uh, you can check us out on any of your streaming services, uh, you know, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, YouTube. Uh, uh, Pocket Cast, Google, you, you can even Google us and we'll come up. Uh, Spreaker, of course. Uh, Apple. Apple, yeah, Apple, Apple iTunes, uh, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You can come and check us out everywhere, man. We're uh, we're sweeping the nation, so. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, you can always follow us here at the show at Phil Better Show. On that's on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. All the links, of course, every time, all the time is in the this show notes down below. Again, Tony, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. And um, at the end of every show, now we we suggest a movie to watch. Okay, Tony, what movie should they watch? Wow. Uh... <laughs> Um, yeah, 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 man. What am I? What am I watching now? You know what? Um, 
man, a good... What are you watching right now? Like, what do you have in your Netflix queue right now? In my Netflix queue right now, I was watching Dracula. And uh, I, I, I watched the whole thing, and it was delightfully horrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, the first two episodes were really good, and then it jumped the shark in the third and ruined it for me. I thought it was a, a, a travesty in writing, a travesty for the series. I thought it was really dumb. They should have stuck with the old-fashioned instead of trying to bring it forward. And uh, it's just horrible for me. I see. So he's not suggesting, maybe, you know what he's suggesting? He's suggesting you watch the Brian Stoker's Dracula starring Gary Oldman, Anthony Hopkins, and Keanu Reeves. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. bad accent from Winona Ryder. So that's the movie he's suggesting you guys watch this week. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to thank Tony for coming on. Myself, I am your host, Phil Better. And remember to go see a movie.